with the first pick. And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy Platt, and I'm back with another podcast of Between the Tackles, midseason edition. Today, I'm going to be talking about all the latest topics from coaches who are on the hot seat, players who need a change of scenery. Let's start with the four teams who are true contenders. Let's start with the Rams right now. They have a quarterback who can straight up sling it. Jared Goff is playing primetime football and is tremendous in the pocket. He is quiet off the field and is focused just strictly on football, unlike other quarterbacks. He is a great quarterback and will for sure survive in this league for a long, long time. At the running back position, they have the premier player, Todd Gurley. He runs over players like it's nothing. He leaps over them like he's been running track his whole life. And he's just basically flawless when he runs. Now let's talk about the core of their team, their defensive line. They have Dante Fowler, they have Ndamukong Sue, and Aaron Donald. If we look back at November 11th, we saw them close the game against the Seahawks. Those three players could change the whole entire team. Those three players set the tone. Now let's talk about their coach, Sean McVay. He is a genius when it comes to calling plays. One thing I love about Sean McVay is that he is a risk taker and he'll never not stop being aggressive. We can look at the Saints game. They ran a fake field goal. Despite not getting it, you can see how aggressive they are. It's also the simple things. If it's just a jet sweep or a fake, he runs all all different plays in the same formation, so you can never see what's coming. I think the Rams are slightly better than this next team, but let's talk about the Chiefs. The reason I think the Rams are better than the Chiefs are just because of defense. The Chiefs have a phenomenal defensive line. We can look at Chris Jones, D. Ford, and Justin Houston, but when it comes to secondary, they get beat all the time. If the Chiefs truly want to win the Super Bowl, they need to shape up in the secondary. But let's talk about their offense. Their offense is fire. They have Patrick Mahomes, who's lighting up every defense. They have Kareem Hunt, who's just a freak with the ball. He can hurdle someone. He can run him over. He can do all of it at the same time. Then we can go to Tyreek Hill. He's the cheetah. He can run every route in the book, and he'll throw up the peace sign while he does it. Then we go to tight end. They have Travis Kelsey. He's the energizer bunny. He provides energy for that entire team, and once he gets in the end zone, he'll be dancing nonstop. This team is the real deal, but if they want to win the Super Bowl, their secondary needs to shape up. Next, let's go to the Saints. If Sean Payton can put this whole thing together, this would be their legacy year. This will define them as a team. First, we go to Drew Brees, who's turning 40. He's playing the best he's ever played. He's throwing it all over the place and is consistent when he does it. Then, we go to their running backs, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. These two running backs could start on any team in the NFL, and they're arguably two of the best running backs in the NFL. Next, let's go to Michael Thomas. I firmly believe that Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the NFL. He catches everything that comes his way and is always scoring touchdowns. He is a nightmare to play against in fantasy football and is the real deal. Then finally, let's look at their defense. It's not great, but it sure can hold up in any game. Their run defense is really nice, and they have Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams in the secondary. This defense is better than the Chiefs, and they could win a ball game. Finally, let's go to the Patriots. You can never doubt the Patriots. I don't care if they're down 25 points. The Patriots are always in the game, especially with Tom Brady at quarterback. They're starting to develop a running game with Sonny Michelle and James White, and they got a true number one receiver with Josh Gordon. And also, you can never forget about Julian Edelman. This team is always consistent, and despite having a bad game against the Titans, you can never doubt them. So to wrap it up, the four contenders, in my opinion, are the Rams, the Saints, the Chiefs, and the Patriots. Now I want to talk about some pretenders. Let's start with the Packers. While Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks in NFL history, he doesn't have too much around him. He has Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Those are the two players who could win the ballgame for him. I don't like their defense and I hate their play calling. I think it's time for Mike McCarthy to move on and the Packers to get a new head coach. Aaron Rodgers is great, but I don't think 
he can bring them to the big time game. Now let's talk about the Falcons. The Falcons are always hot then they're not. They're never consistent. And I think consistency is one of the biggest things that Super Bowl teams have. We can look at the the Eagles from last year. They're consistent with both Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. I don't see that with the Falcons. Let's go to the Washington. Honestly, the only way they win their division is by default. The Eagles and the Cowboys don't look good, and of course the Giants don't. I don't think they're going to win the big time game against either the Saints or the Rams, I would consider them pretenders. And finally, let's go with the Chargers. The Chargers look phenomenal, but if we look at the teams that they've been beating, they're not necessarily Super Bowl teams. We can look at the Rams and the Chiefs game, and in both games, they look like they didn't have a shot. I love what the Chargers are doing when it comes to running the ball and throwing it to Keenan Allen, but I wouldn't consider them contenders. To sum that all up, I believe the Redskins, the Packers, the Falcons, and the Chargers are all pretenders for the Super Bowl. Now let's talk about three players or coaches that need a change of scenery. Let's start with Eli Manning. I don't know if it's a change of scenery or just need to retire already, but he is messing the whole Giants rhythm up. He's been throwing the ball in the stands and hasn't been looking like a true NFL quarterback. He has so much talent around him. We can look at Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham, but he is not getting the job done. I think the Giants need to move on at quarterback. Next, let's go to a coach. I think Mike McCarthy needs a change of scenery. Him and Aaron Rodgers are not on the same page, and this year is just not their year. We saw a glimpse of it last year before Aaron Rodgers got injured, but they're just off their rhythm. Finally, let's talk about Jason Garrett. Whatever he's doing, he needs to stop. The Dallas Cowboys are not hitting on any cylinder, and they're even making Zeke look bad. The only thing that I've seen positive from them this year was defeating the Jaguars and the Eagles. This year, Dak hasn't been using his legs, and he hasn't been throwing the ball downfield. It's looked terrible for them at times, and they're just nowhere near contenders in the NFC. Moving on from this subject, I want to talk about Nick Mullins. He is the definition of hard work. He inspires kids all around the world to always keep on grinding. He was a third string back quarterback for the 49ers. He was on their practice squad and now is their starting quarterback and has looked amazing while he's played. While it's only been one game that he's played against the Raiders, he he owned it. He is humble off the field and is a baller on the field. He brings excitement to the 49ers locker room and the whole locker room loves him. He is the definition of a team player. He inspires kids like me who don't get necessarily a ton of playing time to always keep on working and that your moment will come. Nick Mullins is a gamer and he deserves everything he's gotten so far. Now let's talk about Des Bryant. The whole NFL world was happy when he signed with the Saints, and I was happy as well, but I didn't think he was going to make a huge impact. In his second practice on the final play, he tore his Achilles. Now, I'm not dissing his trainer or anything, but there's a difference between being in shape and football shape. The only way that you get in football shape is by actually playing the game. That's why I'm also worried about Le'Veon Bell, who could be coming back or not, we never know. Being in football shape means working out three hours a day while getting hit at the same time. Anybody can be in shape, but being in football shape is a whole nother level. I just want to wish Des Bryant a speedy recovery, but you just need to keep on working. Finally, I want to shout out three players who are having career years. Let's start with Michael Thomas. He is undoubtedly the best receiver in football. He's a closer and is a game changer. Next is Tyler Boyd, who's been looking like the number one receiver in Cincinnati despite having AJ Green. He's been putting up great numbers and is always there for Andy Dalton. Then last but not least is Andrew Luck. I remember hearing all these haters in the offseason talking about how he hasn't thrown a football in 300 something days but he's having having an outstanding year he's second in the league in touchdowns and is on a three game win streak andrew luck looks like he hasn't lost his step and is putting the colts in playoff contention that's it for me today but i look forward to talking about playoffs in the upcoming weeks jeremy out the 20.